From WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. Throughout the U.S., black farmers make up a very small and aging portion of the farming population. Some older farmers in Mississippi worry about who will continue their ancestral practices of how to farm sustainably. Danny McArthur of the Gulf States Newsroom reports on their attempts to cultivate the next generation of black farmers. It has power, lights, everything to it. Alonzo Miller is showing me around his farm in Louisville, Mississippi. Right now we're in the walk-in cooler he built to preserve food. This farm has pretty much everything that you need to provide food for yourself, uh, water. There are cows, vegetables, and fruit trees. But Miller is scaling back. He'll be 70 soon, and all that land is too much to handle. He's keeping a smaller parcel and plans to sell the rest. Miller is a fourth-generation farmer. His family taught him how to preserve the soil and provide the land whatever it needs to be self-sustaining. He wants to pass on this knowledge, but he worries that it will end with him. His children aren't farmers. And that, for us older farmers, to not have our sons and daughters involved in that, it's a hurting thing. Black farmers in Mississippi, like Miller, are an aging demographic. And they have all of this ancestral knowledge that could help the next generation figure out how to keep growing as the climate changes. These older farmers, they're basically libraries. They teach us how it used to be here, how people used to live in community. And that's what we're trying to build. That's Teresa Irving Springs. Her farm is about six miles away from Miller's home. She and her husband are actively working to bridge that gap between elderly farmers and the next generation. On Juneteenth, they welcomed family, friends, and supporters to their farm in McCool, Mississippi. She took my frog! It's my frog now! It's not your frog! They're in the early stages of opening a training center that will pass on sustainable practices from older black farmers to younger ones. A lot of times I apologize to young people because I think we're leaving them a wounded world. Irvin Springs says she realized the importance of passing down this ancestral knowledge of sustainable farming through her own experience. The Springs were new farmers when they started several years ago. Miller and the local farming cooperative guided them. But Irvin Springs says she noticed that she and her husband were among the youngest in that group. We thought to ourselves, if we're the youngest, you know, and we're in our 50s, well, we're going to be in trouble if we don't harness or get this knowledge so we can pass it on. According to a survey from the National Young Farmers Coalition, the vast majority of young farmers are first-generation producers. That means they don't have older family members to guide them. These are mostly people like me who um, didn't grow up in a farming family. That's Carolina Mueller. She works for the National Young Farmers Coalition. Don't have access to land necessarily and having to start from scratch. She says there are two big problems happening here. One, young farmers are having a hard time finding affordable land. And two, Mueller says as older farmers in the U.S. retire, a lot of land is going to be available soon. So there's a disconnect between folks who are retiring and the folks who are trying to get into it. Yeah. Mueller says the coalition wants to bridge that gap and remove the barriers that keep some new farmers out of the field. Doing some fishing earlier. Markel Thompson is one of those new farmers who is reconnecting with agriculture. Is there a pond nearby? 
Oh, uh, yeah, there's one down there. And he's leaning on people like Miller and Urban Springs for help. Me being young, it re-energizes the elder because they're like, oh, young man, you know, we have somebody to pass down this knowledge to. Thompson oversees his family's farm in McCool, Mississippi. He didn't grow up farming. In fact, this will be his first year. But his grandfather was born here. He left, though, and moved to Chicago, had my mother, and I was just raised in the inner city. Thompson's interest in farming sparked years ago. First, he tried growing things in pots in his apartment. Then he tried out a community garden, but it wasn't enough. Something was telling him to go to the family farm. It was just like a faint whisper, like, hey, it's time to go home. It's time to go home. And my grandfather ended up calling me in the hospital. Said, Markel, I need you to come home. I'm sick. Caring for his grandfather made Thompson want to grow organic food and help his elders. Now he's preparing his first pasture for planting. He's excited for it. He oversees more than 100 acres. Often he'll spend hours just exploring. It's partly fun, but also practical. I was back there searching for a well that's supposed to be just open somewhere. I need to find that before I fall in there. That would be terrible. <laughs> Thompson just bought the building that will be his future home. He's gonna live at the top of the hill looking out over his new farm. For the Gulf States Newsroom, I'm Danny McArthur. The Gulf States Newsroom is a partnership among public radio stations in Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama.